Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Maeve Marsden, and you're listening to Queer Stories. This week, David Mejia Canales is beyond proud to have Mayan blood running through his veins and calls Wurundjeri country home. He is a community lawyer dedicated to turning our criminal legal system into a system of justice, particularly for queer people of colour. Well, shit. Yekta yoata Tyson, that's a good evening. How are you going in the language of the people, people, my people? of Cuscatlan, and before I begin, I want to not just acknowledge that we're on Wurundjeri country, but honour my black people here today. (laughs) It's your country. 140 years ago, almost to the day, the Ilopango volcano caused a catastrophic eruption. This wasn't the first time that the Ilopango had unleashed absolute catastrophe. Sometime between 410 and 535 AD, the Ilopango volcano in Cuscatlan, also known as El Salvador, unleashed her power with a force so strong that it actually blacked out the sun in Europe. She's not just deadly. The Salvadoran soil is so rich and fertile because of her explosions. The name Ilopango comes from the Nahuatl Shilopango, which means the goddess of the corn. 140 years ago, almost to the day, is where my story begins. It's not easy feeling like you're from nowhere and that you belong to no one. I left El Salvador, Cuscatlan, aged five. My family escaped a civil war that was as brutal as it was inevitable. It wasn't long after I came to Australia that I realized that much like David Vosnarovitz, I too desired to place my naked body on the naked body of another boy. I had barely been here for 12 months and I was already expressing my little gay self. Once, true story, once I stole my brother's Walkman with those the big headphones, which I turned on the side to look like a Madonna microphone, and then I would clip it to my undies, which was as close as I could get to a Gautier-designed corset And I would dance along to a VHS copy of Madonna's Blonde Ambition Tour live in Barcelona. If you don't know what a VHS is, I cannot help you. I would belt out like a prayer in my lounge room decorated in crosses that I had drawn on the walls just like Madonna. At exactly 
exactly that same time, the worst of the civil war was raging back where I was from, 17 time zones away from here. Our next door neighbors would tell us stories of having to barricade their doors with mattresses. That's just so the death squads couldn't get in. And they hoped that the springs of the mattresses would stop the bullets somehow. But that was over there. That was over there, 17 time zones away. That was not here. We're safe from war and death squads and air raids and disappearances and torture. Here. Here. But war, like words, it gets into your pores and it gets into your things and then it gets into your mind. My parents fled the lives that we had because of a war that was as brutal as it was inevitable. And because war gets into your pores and gets into your things and it gets into your mind, my parents brought the war here to this place. My sister had caught me dancing, like Madonna, in our lounge room and immediately told my parents and then she told me that what I was doing was not of God. It was demonic, it was satanic and evil. It was humiliating. I was six years old. It was at that moment that my parents knew. I remember someone telling me once that birds can spot when they have a dud egg and that they'll push it off the nest because it's better to have healthy offspring or a dead egg than a dud son. And that, I don't know how true it is for birds, but for me, it certainly was true, especially when I confirmed to my father his worst fears, that yes, I am extremely gay. It says here to curtsy. <laughs> My father tried to kill me two times with a machete. It was humiliating. So all of my life I've had this awful feeling of being from nowhere because I was a refugee from a civil war and belonging to no one because of the war that was going on at home. And not long after that, I was kicked out of home. I was only 16 years old. I was a child. It was humiliating. It's all right, y'all, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine now. But it's, it's, it actually explains why I'm more likely to call complete strangers daddy than actually utter a word to my father. <laughs> you don't go through that unscathed. But since I effectively raised myself, I thought that this displacement only belonged to me. I was the only person who felt sadness, like Morrissey. 
And it was until four weeks ago, actually, that I was lying in bed in El Salvador, in Cuscatlan, with my auntie. Growing up, she was the only safe adult that I had in my life. She was kind and caring and just like a little bit of a bitch. <laughs> and I loved that because I was a gay child. And we were lying in bed and I was telling her all of the things that my father, her brother, had done to me. And how he single-handedly, two times with a machete, actually severed any connection that I might want to have with where the fuck I came from. And then she told me a story about a volcano that 140 years ago to the day, almost, that volcano erupted. My great-great-great-grandmother lived near the Ilopango when it erupted. The eruption lasted three months. Terrified, absolutely terrified, because remember, she can black out the sun in Europe. The volcano, not my grandmother. She bundled whatever she could and she ran and she ran and she ran and she ran as far as her will could take her. And that place was called Santo Tomas. It's a tiny little village just outside of San Salvador, the capital of Cuscatlan. It was far enough from the Ilopango that she wouldn't be scalded by her, but she could still feel the rumbling of her power underneath her feet every day. Once there, she had a daughter, my great-grandmother, Mercedes, who had a daughter, my grandmother, Hortensia, who in turn had my father, Nelson, who would go on to meet my mother, Edith, in that same town, Santo Tomas, and that's where they had me. That's where I learned to walk. Without the violent catastrophe that was the Ilopango, the series of events that made me have led me to where I am today. If it wasn't for a catastrophic civil war, I would not be here with you. But if it wasn't for the might of a volcano, I would not be here at all. So before I left El Salvador, I went to my volcano to salute her, to honor her, to be before her might. I looked into her crater, and I felt, for the very first time in my life, complete. It was whole, looking into a hole in the ground. It was as if her ash was in my marrow. And all of that humiliation from being, quite frankly, too gay, <laughs> just disappeared. Right there when I was faced with something that was bigger than anything I could ever imagine and bigger than any pain that I could ever feel. 
Being before a volcano, I felt both my pipil and my Spanish ancestry right there in that moment. I'm both colonized and colonizer, and in this country, I am a settler. And when you add queerness on top of all of that, your worldview just becomes limitless and boundless and borderless, because you can be in so many places at exactly the same time, because you can view things differently in ways that people who are not this can. Being humbled by another human being is absolutely humiliating. But being humbled by the power of nature feels like freedom. Because at the end of the day, all of your demons, your problems and your mistakes and your joy and your ecstasy and your happiness and your grief, it pales in comparison to being before the might of the Ilopango, who is so powerful that she can block out the sun far away 17 time zones from here. She's so mighty that she also made me. Padyaj Neyek Natayua. Good evening. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast, rate and review it, and follow Queer Stories on Facebook for updates.